This is Toastcaster, podcast for Toastmasters. Your host, Greg Gazin. Episode 84, Why Club Officers Are Like Juice Boxes, with our guest, Rebecca Cuthbertson-Hulst from District 99. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of Toastcaster podcast for Toastmasters. We have another special guest today. Rebecca Cuthbertson-Hulst from District 99, Edmonton. Rebecca has been a Toastmaster since 2014. She just finished her year as area director. She's a member of three clubs. And when she's not Toastmastering, Rebecca is a registered collaborative family lawyer, a mediator, and a lawyer for children. Rebecca, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Now, Rebecca, I asked you on the show today because... A couple of weeks ago, I visited the Edmonton Advanced Toastmasters, and they were doing recruiting to get some new members in there, and they have, I guess, a special year-end event. And to make a long story short, and I'm sure you'll tell me a little bit more about it, there's a whole series of very short speeches and a, and a series of short evaluations as well. You gave one speech that had the topic of juice box and club officer in it. And I was so intrigued, in fact, when you gave the speech, which I believe is just called Juice Box, I was thinking something and then it ended up being something else. So did you want to, could you tell us a little bit about that? Of course, because I'm just finishing up as an area director, I wanted to do something special for my clubs. I love my area. I, I truly believe it's the best. So I wanted to do something special and I've been thinking for months on some type of metaphor of how the club officers work together as a team and support the club, encourage new guests to join, and to really promote Toastmasters to the world. So I thought that the best way to do that was to explain how club officers are like a, like a juice box. Well, I'm just thinking, I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. Could you share that with us? Did you want to hear it? Ha- absolutely. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll try to remember what I said that night. See, my children and I love singing along to 80s music. We don't always sing the correct lyrics, though. Sometimes we improve them. So for the B-52's lovely song, The Love Shack, we sing, I got me a Chrysler. It seats about 20. So hurry up and bring your juice box money. Every two-year-old knows what a juice box is. But they don't always know what a jukebox is. A juice box is a small carton of fruit juice with an attached plastic straw. But, Mr. Toastmaster and fellow Toastmasters and friends, I'm here today to tell you the juice box is much more than meets the eye. If you think of Toastmasters as sweet and scrumptious juice, it is a juice box that holds, protects, transports, and shares it with the world. The juice box is to Jews as club officers are to Toastmasters. (laughs) They house the healthy Toastmaster nectar for up to a year to maintain its high level of delicious nutrition. So take a good look at a juice box sometime. They've been carefully designed using recyclable products. And isn't that true also for club officers? You see the, the president is recycled into the past president. Many club officers' lists show both reusing and recycling club officers. If you look at a, a juice box, when a guest visits a club to check out Toastmasters, your sergeant at arms is the first contact. 
That's the same sergeant in arms who supports your club and makes sure you have everything you need. So isn't this like the smiling bendy straw? Sergeant at arms, you are the bendy straw that helps us all enjoy our Toastmasters. Next, we've got the secretary. You are the one who records and shares the truths of the club. If you take a look at a juice box, you are the nutrition facts. You're proudly displayed on the side of the juice box for all to see. Also on the side, you see the three bendy arrows? Recyclable for refund? These are the very important jobs of the treasurer. Budgeting, collecting member dues, and paying dues to Toastmasters International. Now, why do I buy a particular type of juice box? To be honest, I usually like the smiling cartoon characters on the front. I also like the nutritional information and the ingredients, but the colorful characters usually catch my eye first. Isn't this the job of our Vice President of Public Relations? The advertising on the juice boxes, on the shelf, and even in the commercials. We know this job is hard because Toastmasters is the best kept secret. So I have to say kudos to our Vice President of Public Relations because you are the colorful, friendly smiles on the front side packaging of the juice box. Now the juice boxes themselves are made of six layers of recyclable material. And the Vice President membership is an important part of this team. They're the micro-thin layer of aluminum foil that keeps the nutrition high for up to a year. The Vice President membership also puts together guest packages to entice the guests and encourage the guests to try out Toastmasters for themselves. I believe the guest packages are the tiny little shiny circles of tinfoil on the top of the juice boxes. That is a guest package. The strength and the shape of a juice box come from the paper stock layer. The Vice President of Education is the strength of a club and helps shape the club all year. You see, juice boxes are light and they can be packed and transported efficiently because of their shape. So it's one of the most important features of a juice box and it makes it wonderful for the environment. And like heavy glass jars, for example. The Vice President of Education, by shaping the club and supporting the club all year long, they're a crucial part of this team. Now, the remaining four layers are the polyethylene plastic. They're used to adhere the other layers together. On the outermost layer, in between the aluminum and the paper stock, they bind it all together and keep it fresh and accessible for up to a year. The club officers have been elected to hold, protect, transport, and share Toastmasters with you all and those who may want to try it out this year. Please arm your juice boxes and join me in raising them high. To the new club officers. To the new club officers. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, as you, were, as you were reciting it, it, by the way, first of all, congratulations on a very long table topic slash toast. But as you were reciting it, I actually took a picture of the juice box. And as you were huh? reciting it, I was looking at the juice box and I was just picturing you standing up in front of the group with everybody with juice boxes around the table. And it was something that is 
permanently ingrained in my in my brain. And I'm thinking, well, you know how Forrest Gump said, life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> I think the club officers are like juice boxes. And I thought, this is the new, the new simile. I guess it's going to be the simile of the year. <laughs> Tell us a little bit more about how sort of this whole thing kind of transpired. I was an area director this year, and I loved my area. I have wonderful clubs in my area for D29, and I wanted to do something special for them when I'm installing their new officers. So I was thinking over the last couple of months about how I could share the importance of their role with their clubs and to let them know that I've been thinking of them and that I appreciate how well they work together as a team. And so that's where I started thinking of the metaphor of a juice box and how it could describe how, it, how the club officer team works well together and to help and support Toastmasters if Toastmasters is the juice. You, you actually incorporated this into a script for your club officer installation for the full installation, for the actual installation. I taught myself quite a lot about juice boxes. <laughs> I, no I, I watched a lot of, a lot of uh, YouTube videos on how they're made all over the world. And so I tried to learn about the different layers instead of just reading a script. That way I could really focus on each member, ask them to stand in front of their club and congratulate them for their role and explain how their role helps the club and also is like a juice box. <laughs> Well, I find it interesting because if you think about it, for someone who may be newer to Toastmasters and may not necessarily understand all the ins and outs and the intricacies of the role, most people are aware of juice boxes, and so they, they're making mm -hmm. that connection. I think that's actually kind of interesting. The, the speech that you heard, on that day, I wanted to surprise people. So I went up with a juice box behind my back, and uh, I pulled it out when I, when I sang the Love Shack song. <laughs> and I had my friend, I had my friend Renee... Uh, go around and, and start distributing the juice boxes to the people after the introduction. So they would, I guess, eventually realize it was going to be a toast at the end. But it's funny, my friend Chris was evaluating me, and, and I had asked him to evaluate me for a toast. So he was ready to uh, give me a, a suggestion for improvement, but without water or, or juice or anything, it probably won't be the best toast. <laughs> Yeah, I actually enjoyed it. In fact, I have the picture in front of me. I'm staring at it. It was strawberry banana. In fact, I took the ah. I took a photograph of the the French side of the of the packaging, and it, honestly, it had been a while since I think I've had a juice box. It's actually been <laughs> quite a while, actually. So you see, on the front, there's there's Nemo and Dory. Dory. Is it Dory? Yeah, it's Dory. Smile. Yeah, and they want they really want us to enjoy this juice box, just like we want people to enjoy Toastmasters. So you're going to have to make sure you always have this particular one. Otherwise, because sometimes I assume the companies do change the juice box packaging. I've been to a few Safeways recently. <laughs> <laughs> so I understand that you also did this as part of a way of creating awareness or encouraging people to join. Well, actually, the event that you attended was our big year-end Wow What a Year event for Edmonton Advanced Toastmasters. It's a great club but we only had 14 members. So because I was vice president of membership this year, we couldn't leave us with 14 members. So I had encouraged everyone to make connections with friends and invite as many members as they could. And I called it the Nexus campaign. So if we have 14 members, we really want 21 members. So what we need is to figure out the nexus between two people. So for example, 
Mark knows you and I know you. So if we both encourage you to come, you may be the nexus between us. You may be more interested or more inclined to to come to meetings and to participate in meetings. And so that was the goal. I don't have to bring a whole person. I just have to bring a half a person. And if my half matches up with someone else's half, then that's a win. (laughs) We did end up, I think we had uh, seven people join that evening because they enjoyed that event, I'm hoping. And they will you know, hopefully be, be a contributing members throughout the next year. That's amazing. 14 plus 7, 21 is a really nice number. <laughs> mm-hmm. And in fact, just in time for the end of year. So that sounds like you're going to be at least distinguished or better. I think 21 was my goal, but I'm okay with 20. <laughs> yeah, I believe we were presidents, presidents distinguished this year. So I'm quite happy for our club. Excellent. Marg, Marg that Rebecca was referring to is Marg Farina. She is our immediate past district director, and she could be very convincing and had asked me if I would be kindly attend the meeting. And then, of course, the moment I got there, she put a manual in my hand and said, you're evaluating me. <laughs> I thought, oh, okay. Gives me something to do. Sorry, we had 12 speeches and 12 evaluations that night. Yeah, that was actually amazing. It was It was quite the marathon. So what I really liked, again, is the fact that you came up with some ideas to help PR, help promotion. It also helped in, the ter- in terms of membership. And what I also like is sometimes what happens, you see club officer installations or even sometimes anything that's formal that becomes sort of dry and it becomes cookie cutter. And you brought something around that makes it a lot more interesting and also quite memorable. And Hopefully it piques people's interest in terms of not only joining clubs, but to also become club officers. Uh, But now you've got me thinking, Greg, I do like cookies. Okay. Is there another speech there or PR project? Well, I don't know. Are are club officers like cookies? Hmm. (laughs) I think there's a speech somewhere in there. You've got me thinking. Well, it sounds like this has really been very interesting and extremely successful. Out of curiosity, you've done a number of things in Toastmasters. Obviously, you're putting all these different programs and projects together. Out of curiosity, what was the one thing maybe you learned out of this process or maybe one thing that you learned about yourself? Well, normally, I'm the kind of person who reads a script very, very closely, and uh, and I clutch a lectern <laughs> when I speak. I even have purposefully created speeches around different themes, like the benefit of using notes, which was my 10th speech for my first CC, and a humorous speech that talked about how, because of my baby brain, I'm required to read for my notes. So I was shocked that I was able to actually present a speech without notes and just, you know, just clutching onto my juice box as (laughs) my crutch instead of uh, the lectern. It made me feel like I could connect with the people that I was celebrating more, and I'm going to try it again, I think, in the future. Maybe be, maybe try again to be less reliant on notes. <laughs> a, friend of, a friend of mine from a, another club, he said, Rebecca, I've been a Toastmaster since dirt was new, and I use notes. <laughs> <laughs> so that made me feel all right. Not everyone is, has a perfect memory, and we're all in Toastmasters to improve. We're all on our own, you know, our own track at our own pace. And mine is closer to the end that likes to use notes. And so this was a a challenge for me, but just keeping in mind the people I wanted to honor and congratulate, it was, it was very motivating for me. Well, thank you for sharing that and putting it out there. 
I was always thinking you could take a really tiny, tiny post-it note and put it on the back of the juice box, ever so small. <laughs> <laughs> but then my sweaty hands would uh, would, <laughs> would ruin the, the note, and then I'd, I'd, be, I'd be in trouble. <laughs> I know that I would love to try to use this type of narrative in my club officer installations. I haven't done any for a while because I think they really add a little flavor, if for lack of a better term, add a little bit more juice to the presentation. So I'm just mm -hmm. wondering whether or not you would be willing to perhaps share your, your secret. I can definitely type up what I can remember from this speech, and uh, I'll definitely share that with you and uh, give you permission to enhance it and uh, maybe maybe make it a little bit more of your own, but I, I love this idea and I'm just happy that the people who've heard it so far have enjoyed it. I have a couple more clubs that I'm going to be attending to install their new club officers. So we'll try to keep it a bit under wraps until then. <laughs> Most likely we won't have the final script or the final narrative or maybe the template, if you want to call it, until after we go live. But what we probably could do is we maybe just you know come back in a week or so. Perhaps it should be out there. In the meantime, Rebecca, is there a place that people can get a hold of you at? Should they be interested in finding out more about the juice box? Oh, for sure. If anyone's interested, you can reach me at just at my office, info at torchlaw.ca. That's T-O-R-C-H-L-A-W dot C-A. Yes, sir. Well, that's excellent. Rebecca Cuthbertson-Hulse, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. I think I'm getting a little thirsty, and maybe it's time for a juice box. <laughs> Wonderful. Thanks for having me. Once again, this is Greg Gazin. We appreciate you tuning in. Now, I'm not sure how you joined us, whether you joined us through directly through Toastcaster.com or iTunes, but either way, you can pick up the podcasts there. If you really enjoyed the podcast, we'd really appreciate if you took a moment to leave us some feedback on iTunes because it really helps with our ratings. Plus, also feel free to drop us a line. Tell us what types of things you're interested in, what your Toastmaster specialty is, or what kinds of things you like to speak about. And perhaps maybe we'll even have you on the show. This is Greg Gazin. Till the next time. This episode was sponsored by Corey Outsmarts the Butterflies. A new book by Greg Gazin, geared to ages 8 to 80. Whether you want to improve your speaking skills or build your confidence, this short read is suitable for all ages. It's available at outsmartingthebutterflies.com. <laughs>